Hello and welcome to All Talk Oncology. I'm your host, Kenny Perkins, aka The Cancer Guy. And we have a phenomenal guest on our show today. You know, when we're talking about cancer, there's so many moving parts to that. And one of the things that is so important as you go through this journey is mindset. And our next guest, let me tell you, she has helped so many people with getting the right mindset. She has written books on what it's like to feed your body and your soul, how to reach into uh, yourself and bring out that light so that every day you're doing something to inspire your soul. So as you go through this journey and so needed, right? She's phenomenal. She has been uh, featured in In Style Magazine, uh, The Chalkboard, uh, L Magazine. It's she, she is all over the place. She has kind of crossed all the spectrums. And so please join me in bringing in Jolie Hart to the show. Hi, Kenny. It's so nice to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's, I'm so, so delighted to have you. And this is such a privilege. Thank you for joining us. You know, Jolie, so talk to me about how you ended up getting involved in this, in this field and helping women and inspiring them. You know, it was so much of my own personal journey at its foundation. So I worked as a magazine beauty editor. You mentioned In Style Magazine, and I did work there for a time as a beauty editor. And during my tenure, I mean, it, it was, you'd think it was a dream job, but during my tenure, I had, um, I had skin problems, including cystic acne and eczema that just um, were not were not solvable. I couldn't find a product or an expert, even though I would go to celebrity dermatologists and get all kinds of treatments that would find the root cause of what was going on in my body. And it wasn't until I decided to take a step back and really use my abilities as a journalist at that time to research you know, what the connection was between our bodies and our skin health. So what's going on, um, you know, looking into Ayurveda, Chinese medicine, dermatology, genomics. So what's going on with your genes and in shifting my own lifestyle and, and diet, um, saw a profound change in my body and my skin over the course of about a year. And from there, I decided to become a health coach so that I could share that information with more women, because it's not the stuff that I was writing about in a fashion or beauty magazine. We weren't talking about the power of food and how it fuels you. Um, but a few years into, into that aspect of my career, I developed a chronic illness. And learning to live through that um, has given me so much insight on the power of your energy and your mindset as you were as you were speaking to earlier. So my most recent book, Ignite Your Light, is all about not just physical beauty, but the energetic beauty that really has the power to change your physical body, as well as your experience of joy and your resilience. So that's kind of how I got to where I am. And through this um, part of my career, I've been able to support a, an amazing um, nonprofit here in the Philadelphia area called Unite for Her. And I know we could probably talk more about them, but I am their, their beauty editor. So I help to share information on selecting the healthiest beauty products during cancer treatment and beyond. And I've worked oh, with them for about six years in that capacity. Um, just helping to women to, you know, feel empowered and feel more educated when it comes to shopping for products and to also nourishing their bodies so that they can look and feel well during treatment and beyond. Absolutely. Right. I, and what a gift that is, 
you know, because one of the things as you go through through this journey of cancer, it's hard to feel that inner beauty, you know, because you've been hit with something just so horrific. And I've seen these patients, you know, as, as, a, as a therapist, you know, you're in with them every single day and administering the treatments and you see, you know, the effect that this, this has on them. You know, some of the patients I recall coming in and just didn't have much to say, you know, just so quiet. And, it, and when you talk to their family, it was completely out of character for them. And so when you think about what you're doing, Jolene, it's, it's amazing. You're able to help them with their inner beauty, to help them to kind of reconnect again, right, with that inner self and, and feel, feel the beauty from within. So that, that's, an, that's an amazing thing. I think it is too. And, and I think for a long time, I didn't really understand why it was so powerful until I started looking at beauty within the context of your energy and how, how impactful that is for your body. Because in essence, you know, self-care, it, it's not trivial, even though we always hear, oh, self-care, uh, putting on a face mask, you know, pampering yourself. It has actual, you know, real physical effects in your body that support the healing process and that support your resilience. So it makes the darkest days more bearable. And I think that is always what I've loved in essence about beauty and the beauty industry is that it has the power to shift your energy in a real profound way. Um, even as you know, you're putting on lipstick or you're, you're, um, you know, you're making yourself smell great or whatever it is that makes you feel wonderful in that moment has real power for your physical healing and your joy day to day. You know, I, I have to agree with you. You know, I, I'm not in the lipstick. <laughs> right, you, whatever it is. You know, for me, you know, you know, having a great shower, shaving, yes. you know, putting on some clothes and, and feeling great, you know, and, and feeding my soul. Sometimes, you know, even retail therapy has been something that has, has helped out. Being able to write some of the things that I have been appreciative of, you know, has helped out. So when you talk about be building up that inner beauty, it goes across both sexes. And it's important. It's important for all of us. I think men, for the most part, they, they have a hard time to maybe connecting with that. But it's important. It's important. And especially when you're feeding your soul to feel good. And, right. and you look at you know, a lot, I've never had cancer, um, but I've treated, I've treated thousands of people with cancer. But even just from a human standpoint, it's so important, you know, we go through these ups and downs in life, and learn learning how to uh, feed our soul and, and be come back is so important. So what, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I mean, that that resilience that we're talking about, is created one choice at a time. Every time you choose to shift your energy and take that minute to care for yourself or put on the fabric that's soft against your skin and makes you feel good, that's what resilience is. Resilience is not waking up and saying, I'm gonna get through this and be resilient and bounce back. It's those little choices that you make hundreds of times a day that, that are resilience. Yes, and, and thank you for um, bringing that out because a lot of times people don't know how you know, they go, well, I want that, but I don't know what to do. And I hope you picked up on that, Jim. She said that it is the little choices that we make throughout the day. And so it's those little choices that add up, would you say? 
Absolutely. And, and the, that smallest step, that one shift, the, the one food you eat, the thing you do that can lead to this, that snowball effect that makes it more possible for you to do it again and repeat it. It's almost like the ability that we have with our brains, that neuroplasticity, the more times that you default toward a feeling of gratitude or toward a feeling of happiness or, or safety um, or just relaxation, the more you build that brain pathway and that becomes the default for your brain, it's like strengthening a muscle. Uh, it's the same thing with resilience. You have to work at it, but the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Yes. So give us a little insight. You, you've, you've, you're working there at Unite for Her, and you, I'm sure you've dealt with so many cancer patients. Give us an a insight on some of the things you help them to, to see. What is one of the common denominators that you see with some of the patients? I mean, I think it's one thing that has impressed itself upon me over the years is um, the number of patients who are able to find joy in the here and now because they're in a, in a messy part of life. They're in a part that is inc incredibly challenging, maybe more challenging than most people will have to deal with. But, but when they surround themselves with something that brings them joy or comfort in that moment, they're able to, again, change their brain, change their biology, and that helps to get them through. And, and I think that was a lesson that was taught to me even before I went through my own journey with chronic illness is that it's so powerful when you see someone have the grace to be able to do that. And, and that is that, that is what gets you through. It's looking at the here and the now and maybe not worrying about tomorrow or even thinking about the past, but finding joy in the moment and how powerful that can be. Absolutely. You know, one of the things as cancer patients that I've dealt with, you know, it's about staying in the moment sometimes because our brains can imagine things that have not even happened, right? And so you're you're in a place where that may not even come your direction. And so being able to stay in the moment is so important. And so talk to us a little bit about the Ignite Your Light, you know, because I think you touch a little bit on a lot of the different things that they can do to to kind of bring in that create that joy every day, right? Absolutely. So the book is all about your your personal energy. And so I see energy and your energy as kind of an alchemy of your thoughts and your feelings, um, food and movement, people and surroundings, um, that that equation of, of what your life looks like and it's uniquely yours that becomes your personal energy. And the book is organized by times of the day so that you can kind of put yourself in it and think about your routine. So sunrise, daylight, sunset, and moonlight. These are the four quadrants of your day. And in those, those portions of your day, what are the big influencers of your energy at any given time? So in the morning, I have you know your mindset as you wake up, really setting the tone for what is going to happen in the day ahead. I feel like um, what you think, what you eat, how you prepare yourself for the day, even how you move your body in the morning, these really create a pattern that you can reflect back on and you can use it to decide where you want to go or how you want to, to you know, work across that day negatively or positively, right? Yeah. So in the morning, you know, finding those moments of could be really simple gratitude, even before you get out of bed feeling grateful for your sheets feeling soft and warm or the sun that you can see out the window and really sinking into that feeling. So anytime that you can extend a feeling of joy, of comfort, of gratitude, of safety, um, kind of 
you know, really extend it in your body that you are bringing out more of those physical benefits for your body. You're helping to lower inflammatory cytokines, which are immune secretions in your body. You're helping to boost happiness neurotransmitters to increase your lymphocytes, which are powerful immune defense cells in your body. And these are physical reactions that are happening just from that experience of calm and safety and joy in your body that you can kind of control in a lot of situations. So this is a wonderful way to be your own ally and support that healing process, support wellness in your body. And that's just the morning. So from there we go to, to daylight and you know, what are, how are you interacting with relationships, your workplace, your creativity. Um, we move to sunset when you're coming back home to your home space, to maybe some play, to sound and music and how that can affect your body. And then into the moonlight hours where we're looking at sleep, releasing energy from the day and even your spirituality. So how a spiritual practice can be something that supports the energy that you want to have across your day. So that's an, a quick overview of the book. And of course, there's food and recipes because I'm a health coach and food is everything when you're a health coach. So yes. it has to be food in there too. Oh, yes. I love how you tackle some of the things that are a lot of the things you spoke about were introspective. And right, we look at that, it gets missed. You know, there's a disconnect sometimes just because of the society we live in, a lot of times we are disconnected with our inner self. And so you in your book, I've, I, I knew, or I, I come across that there, you speak about 13 influencers, right? So maybe speak a little bit about that. I know you were kind of touching it right now, but you have yeah, an idea about, about them. I kind of, you know, I kind of distribute them across the day. And those were some of the topics that I was talking about. So food is the first one. I introduced that as the, the thread that connects every moment of your day. And, and, you know, in my earlier books, talking about how food um, links to your beauty and your health and is kind of that, that building block of your beauty and health. That's one layer. Um, but this new book, I think, you know, takes it up to even a, a different level of consciousness about okay, what is the energy of your food? Who's growing it? Where was it grown? How recently did it get pulled out of the ground? You know, what is the energetic capacity and nutritional capacity for your body? And also what's your relationship to that food? Um, how do you feel when you're eating it? Do you feel that it's great for you? It's making you feel good? Or are you forcing it down? Or are you thinking, hey, I shouldn't be eating this. I, I'm going to regret it later. You know, what is what is going on in your mind and your body when you're eating those foods? So looking at maybe a different level of consciousness even about what's going in our body and how that's affecting us. Um, and then from there, I move into the parts of the day and a lot of those energy influencers that I mentioned to you. Yeah, that's so awesome. You know, because... Sometimes we, that's what we do, right? We're in a rush. <laughs> you know, if we have kids, we have responsibilities and, you know, everything is a rush. So to really hone in and see how food is really affecting us and, you know, is our mood being altered by it? You know, it's very important. And so I'm, I'm so glad you're touching on, on these subjects here. You also have a book talking about uh, Eat Pretty. You know, talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so those are my my earlier books talking about that connection between food and its power to shape the way you age, the way your skin performs, um, you know, your energy, the, your your healthiest weight. I think 
a lot of us, and maybe I'm speaking for mostly female culture at this point, but it could be anyone, have a complicated relationship with food. And when you start to turn it and realize food can be your greatest tool and your greatest asset for helping you to look and feel your best, then that completely reshapes that food relationship. And then all of a sudden it becomes a joy that we, we can celebrate uh, everything that, that these foods are doing for us. And I mean, I love nothing more than to celebrate food and to have food season by season when it is the freshest. And when you start to look into food and its relationship to your skin and your and your beauty and your overall wellness, you realize that as the, as the seasons change, your body changes too, its needs. Um, and with each seasonal change, the foods that are fresh at the farmer's market just happen to, and this is like nature's wisdom, um, really target and support your needs in that season. So here we are, if we're moving into the autumn season, the weather is gonna be cooling down. Your skin cell turnover starts to slow down and your skin becomes a little rougher. Um, you might have dry and oily patches. You might have a lot of damage from being outside in the summer. And the foods that are gonna help to heal, to balance your oil, to help to, to support skin cell regeneration, are pumpkins, their squash, sweet potatoes, carrots, um, the leafy greens of the fall. Those are those are everything that's coming out right now, and that just happens to be right there when you need it. And the same thing happens season by season with what's fresh. So it, you know, it's that aha moment. Like this isn't this isn't rocket science. It's the it's <laughs> nature, and it and it's really fascinating. So my first, you know, books in the Eat Pretty series talk a lot about shifting your habits and your foods with the seasons and staying in balance that way. Yeah, so important. And, you know, one of the things we talk about, it's not rocket science, and it's not, but, you know, is it fair enough to say that a lot of us have not been taught the, the importance of food, right? And so how do you implement something that you don't know about? And so that, that's the disconnect. And so I, I'm saying this because you talk about the breakdown in foods in your book, right? And, and what, um, what's the effect of them? Could you speak a little bit about that? Yeah, it's, it's really fascinating. And I think you're absolutely right that we're not taught any of this. And that extends to things like we're not taught about our, our hormone health and, and about our hormonal cycles in, you know, in different times of our lives. We're not taught about our, our gut health and how important our stress management is. All these things are so powerful. So for me, um, you know, showing how to implement these foods, I, I kind of break down season by season what you should be you know, doing what habits are important. And I get people excited about food because it's not about cutting out anything. Um, I'm the first person that would say that when you tell me I can't eat this food, I'm going to want to eat it more. <laughs> so um, it's all about bringing in the things that are, are helping you, that are supporting you and, and celebrating um, what they do. So if you look across the spectrum of color and the rainbow, um, you find a lot of patterns. So foods that are red and orange have that UV protective ability. They're great at the height of summer. Think watermelon, red peppers, tomatoes. Those foods are going to actually help to protect you from sun damage and help your skin to bounce back quicker. Then you look into maybe like the blues and purples. Um, those foods are really high antioxidant. They're great for the elasticity of your skin. They're awesome for slowing the aging process. Think, you know, blueberries, think cranberries and eggplants, those kind of purples. Um, of course, there's greens, which are 
supportive of detox in your body. So they're more cleansing. They're, um, they're deeply nutritive, like chlorophyll and greens is very nutritious. And then we look into like the lighter foods, like the whites, and a lot of those are good for your bone health um, and overall, you know, balancing to the body. So it's interesting to look at the whole rainbow of foods that you have access to and try to pick and balance and have a little bit of everything and just know as you're eating, I think it's so great to know like, oh, this is, you know, going to be so good for my skin tomorrow. I'm going to have so much energy later and to celebrate it that way. Um, and of course, you know, when you want to eat something, you want to eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's, do it, celebrate it, love it. And then bounce back to, you know, that place where, you know, you're supporting your body and you, and you know, you feel great. Absolutely. You know, and that's the, that's one of the most important things, you know, as you're going through this cancer journey to, you want to support your body. And, and a lot of times, and we've, we've had this on some of the, on the previous episodes, you know, foods will affect your outcome of your treatment. And so how do you have, how do you get the right nutrition in order for you to have the best results? And so it's important as, as you talked about understanding what the reaction of foods will do to you. And, and, I, and I can speak here from a personal standpoint. Uh, I, I was also in the fitness industry and understanding the power of food, you know, eating specific types of diets can transform your body. And I've actually been the eyewitness of that and, uh, to the point of being on stage at, at, at a point, right? But how did I get to that point? It was, it was all about what I was putting into my body. So as we talk here at All Talk Oncology, you know, how do you get the best outcome for your treatments, feeling good, your mental health? You, you definitely have to look into the foods. And, and I'm so glad that you have created something like this for, for the patient. You know, it can be a bit overwhelming. Like, oh, I don't know what to eat. I have cancer now, you know. Try not to get too ahead of herself. There's, there's great publications out here. So to know that Eat Pretty uh, exists and talks about it, and knowing that Ignite Your Light is out here that can help you through this journey, you know, we're here to support. And so, Jolene, thank you so much for this. And, and I think that so many people are, are just going to be grateful that you have created something like this. Um, thank you for sharing that. And if, if I may, there's two um, cookbooks that I love too. One is called The Cancer Fighting Kitchen. And the other one I believe is called The Living Kitchen. And they both have a um, nutrition for cancer focus. I keep them in my kitchen all the time. I love to cook from them because, um, you know, as you're mentioning, nutrition during cancer treatment can be complicated, but it can also just be nutritive and, and, and really fulfilling to the body, like to support your body through what it's going through this, this extra stress, um, means deep nourishment. It means foods that are going to be, think about what your grandmother made when you were sick. Those like those chicken soups, the, you know, broth <laughs> foods that were going to be deeply nourishing. And the challenge is that not all the time, those foods are going to be appealing to you. And that is, as your taste might be shifting during treatment, you might not want to be eating certain foods. So a lot of these books will talk about what could make a certain dish more palatable or how to make something easier on your digestion and to get through that period where you can still nourish yourself, but in something that might be lighter and easier on your body that might be more appealing, whatever makes you feel, feel good and get through that day is, you know, what is good for you. Awesome. So let me ask you this, you know, you talk about, 
you know, we have the five senses that we utilize, right, that we all create it with. And sometimes putting those to use when you're talking about introspective, how would, what would you, what would you say to some of the, some of the cancer patients that are going through this journey that are listening in on how to just hone in on that? It's a nice way to ground yourself in the moment, whether you're talking about maybe um, cooking or eating or tasting and using those senses, or maybe you're talking about, like we said earlier, uh, some kind of self-care treatment, putting on a lotion and giving yourself a massage to loosen your muscles, even just a little aromatherapy, a roll-on essential oil that in the moment you can rub on your palms and smell and just kind of activate your parasympathetic nervous system so that that relax, you know, the, the rest and digest, the relaxation aspect of your nervous system. When your body is in that parasympathetic relaxed state, that is where healing takes place. Not when you are in fight or flight and you're jumping from one thing to another and you're stressed and your stress levels are climbing through the day, giving yourself the excuse and the room, the reason to activate that parasympathetic nervous system is where healing happens. It's where you are, you know, you're caring for yourself and your body. So yes, definitely activating and using those five senses, something that feels comforting to your touch, something that activates your, you know, your sense of smell makes you feel calm, a taste that you love, music that brings, you know, you back to a joyful memory, any of those things. It's almost like tricking your brain into, um, you know, you might hear something in the past that you think tricking your brain into thinking it's happening now. Your brain doesn't know the difference between that happy memory and the happy day that's happening now. So it's something you can use as a tool to support that healing process in your body and kind of send your body the message that yes, you can relax into this healing process. So awesome. And great gems, great gems for all those that are listening in uh, on this and what they can do to help them on their cancer journey. You know, one of the things you, you feel sometimes is you're alone uh, on this journey. And how many times have I seen, and I'm sure as you being working with the United for Her, you know, I've seen so many people that keep their cancer to themselves, right? They don't speak to their family about it. They don't tell their employers. And it's like this big secret that they're holding on to. You know, what would you say to those that are going through that, that may be feel shielded without, and not wanting to express or tell others about that, what would you say to them? Sometimes being able to speak about it and share it with even just one other person can help you to, to kind of take a step back and, and process what's happening. I think that that can be really important. Um, but also just to remember that you write your own story. You're the only one that writes your story. And, and in that sense that you can control the narrative. You can choose um, who, who knows and what you tell, but it can be very freeing and it can be a place of, um, you know, receiving support if you are able to, to share it and talk about it. For me, writing is incredibly cathartic. So maybe you don't speak it to another person. Maybe you, you write in a journal or you chronicle your experience and in doing so, you're able to process it and sometimes just kind of let it go a little bit too. Yeah. That's just great, great advice. You know, for, for me, one of the things that I did was become a cancer coach. And, you know, I, I saw the need for, for that because a lot of people suffer, suffer internally, 
right? And don't want to express that. So being able to have someone that can help navigate them through the journey and is, is so important. And letting them know they're not alone and some of the feelings that they're, they're experiencing are not uncommon. And, and to get them through the journey, right? Because how you started is not how you end up. And to help them through that process is just a wonderful privilege. Um, it's, it's me transforming, you know, transitioning from a therapist now to, uh, to, to a coach has been, has been phenomenal for me too. So to know that you're out here, uh, there's so many, so many people out here to help support everyone on their cancer journey is, is important. So I wanted to make sure and bring that out and thank you so much for, for joining us. And, and let me ask you this, what nugget or what gem would you say that you can give to someone who's listening in, who may be going through uh, this journey now? I think it you know, really comes back to that energy is your superpower and that you are writing your story one energetic choice at a time. And sometimes those, the biggest challenges, the, the darkest periods of your life can offer the greatest opportunity for transformation. So think of that moment as, as being a chrysalis maybe in your life. And this is, this is a transformative time and you you have that energy and that power to direct where you go next and what you are next. Um, so to keep that power with you and don't, don't give it away at all. Yeah. So awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us here at all talk oncology. And it's been a privilege to, to sit and be able to see some of the gifts that you're giving out to those who are in need. Likewise, it's so nice to be here. Thank you for having this conversation and for sharing this with the world. It's, it's such a gift that you're giving as well. Oh, thank you. So again, I want to recap what we discussed in our episode today with Jolene Hart. Being able to reconnect with the beauty from within is so important, right? You talk about beauty and its power to transform your energy, right? They say you look good, then you feel good. How true is that, right? When you talk about resilience and its ability, how do you develop that? We said it was like a muscle, right? The more you use it, the stronger it becomes. And then finding joy, right? In the here and the now. You know, we don't look too far out in the future and we don't look behind of the things that had happened in the past. You have to stay in the now, in the here, and in the present, right? There's no greater moment than right now. And when you talk about the surroundings for your personal energy, the surroundings that, that, you, are, that you have, you know, maybe it's the sunlight that gives you that energy. You know, maybe it's what we're thinking about that can affect our energy. You know, we wanna make sure that we're present and we're feeding ourselves the best possible way we can. And then you think about your, your God-given senses, the five of them, right? Maybe it's something that we taste, right? It's just amazing. You know, maybe it's maybe one of our favorite foods. You know, maybe it's something that we see. Could it be the ocean? Or could it be, you know, the green trees that we, we see on a hike? Those things can affect our energy, you know? 
the things that we listen to. Maybe it's the sound of music that we, we enjoy that kind of calms our souls and affects our energy. You know, maybe it's a touch. Maybe someone just touching our hand, you know, as we're going through that can affect our energy. You know, aromatherapy, right? What we smell, maybe it's a lotion or something that we, we utilize that can engage our senses. These are some of the things that were discussed. And I want to thank uh, Jolene Hart for, for coming in our show again. And I want to thank you for tuning into our show. Here is where you will find up-to-date discussions with industry experts and leading professionals that can help you on your cancer fight. You're not alone in this. We're in this together. I'm your host, Kenny Perkins, a.k.a. The Cancer Guy. And until again, 